Hey, everybody. Hello, Pastor Todd here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. I am allowed to go live today. Uh, yesterday, I received a warning from Facebook. It wasn't a warning. It was actually uh, saying that they were going to restrict me for seven days. Uh, it was for posting an article directly from Los Angeles County. Uh, and the article was a link showing uh, some of the uh, ingredients in uh, the V. And uh, I literally just uh, shared an article from Los Angeles County's own website. And apparently uh, that went against the community standards of Facebook. Facebook's been going through a lot of different things though. So, uh, you know, I, I challenged it and uh, voila, here I am uh, able to go live today. So I'm praying that the, uh, the appeal holds and uh, Facebook continues to allow me to uh, post because I'm a pastor who just loves you, cares about you, wants to speak the truth. And uh, so hopefully Facebook gets that, but we all kind of know the situation here with censorship, right? So anyway, I'm glad to be here. So good to be with you guys. And I'm going to go through some uh, news articles and things that I think that we should uh, talk about today. But before I do that, I'm going to flip the camera here. I want to read from Philippians 3.14, Philippians 3.14. And I think this is a great scripture, so I'm going to read it. And uh, it's actually, uh, I'm going to start here, uh, Philippians 3.11, and I'm going to read all the way to 17, okay? And it says this in Philippians 3.11, it says, If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to be ap have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. I'm just blessed to know that I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press ahead every day. You press ahead every day. Thank you, Jesus, that we press ahead in victory. We come from a position of strength. We come from a position of victory. We are victorious in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. We are victorious in Jesus Christ. We press ahead toward the high calling. God has called you. He's called me. We are made for a time as this. We're meant to be alive in this hour. It's not a mistake. We are on the sixth day of the breakthrough fast and believing for complete victory in Jesus Christ for the righteous remnant. We're believing that God is moving on our behalf. We're believing that he goes before us. We're believing that what he says in his word is true, that his promise is yes and amen, hope in a future. We stand on the promise of God. We're like a tree that's planted by the water. We shall not be moved, hallelujah. We know that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want you to have peace. I'm going to go through some headlines, but we press ahead toward the high calling. We know who we are 
in Jesus Christ. We come from a position of strength. Whatever you're going through today, remember, you come, you, you stand on the solid rock, which is Christ the Lord. You stand on the firm foundation, the firm foundation. You know, you're like that tree that's planted by the water. You will not be moved in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. All right, let me talk about some things that are going on in our world. I'm going to play here uh, a clip from Laura Ingram from the Ingram Angle last night. And she is going to get into a little bit here about this quote-unquote whistleblower from Facebook so that you guys can kind of get a little more perspective about what's going on here. And we're going to report on this today, okay? So I'm going to uh, put Laura on here for a second. Let's hear what she has to say. That's the focus of tonight's angle. Facebook's internal research is aware that there are a variety of problems facing children on Instagram. They know that severe harm is happening to children. Kids, kids who are bullied on Instagram, the bullying follows them home. It follows them into their bedrooms. That Facebook's own research is aware that children express feelings of loneliness and struggling with these things. I don't understand how Facebook can know all these things and not escalate it to someone like Congress for help and support in navigating these problems. Appearing on 60 Minutes and in the hearings on the Hill, well, former Facebook employee Francis Haugen claimed that the social media giant was knowingly hurting kids through its algorithms and posted content. Now, what's worse, she alleged the company knew about it and chose to do nothing to stop it. Now, all of a sudden, the beast first conceived at Harvard by boy wonder Marcus Zuckerberg was getting hit by a bipartisan onslaught of outrage. We know from what we have learned from her that this is helping us build bipartisan support. Facebook has put profits ahead of people. My message for Mark Zuckerberg, your time of invading our privacy, promoting toxic content, and preying on children and teens is over. Hmm. Does no one else think the timing of this is just a little too convenient? Biden's on the ropes, and the Democrats are barreling toward a brutal beatdown in the midterms. Could this just be a clever way to rev up the speech police against alternative points of view ahead of the election? Yeah, well, I'm going to answer that question. Yes, that is what's going on. So this quote-unquote whistleblower, she is actually positioned. If you notice, there's been a lot of whistleblowers that came out. If you remember um, uh, the guy that came out um, uh, against uh, Biden's son for the laptop, remember that guy? Um, and, and he came out and no one reported on it in the mainstream corporate media, you know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, his, his words didn't matter. You know, they didn't want to play the story during the election cycle about, uh, the Biden Hunter Biden laptop. You remember that? And there's been a lot of whistleblowers that have come out. Why is it that certain whistleblowers get no media attention? This whistleblower though is immediately paraded before Congress. Hmm. And then, and then all of a sudden all the media outlets, everybody, and then Facebook goes down. Just kind of weird. You got to look, we got to really read between the lines these days, guys. And uh, with this woman, it, it seems like what's happened, first of all, she's donated uh, several times to the Democrat uh, establishment. She's a Democrat donor, okay? Uh, number one. Uh, number two, um, she is, uh, you know, has worked with uh, people to actually silence and censor the story on Hunter, Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop. So she, she's she been around the, the Democrat apparatus. She's been uh, hanging with those people. So I don't think she's our friend. Uh, what this appears to be is a situation where 
basically what they're doing is they're, they're, they're teeing this up to say there needs to be more censorship. And guess, guess who there needs to be more censorship against? Conservatives, Christians, people that speak out. That's what they're teeing this up for. So don't mistake this woman is not our friend. Uh, this whole thing is a setup, and this is what they do these days. And they try to silence voices like ours because they know that we're having an impact. And that's why I deal with censorship, okay? And she's getting all this attention. Well, of course, this, is, this whole thing is orchestrated. It's all a setup. So what we really need, and I talk about this a lot, is we need to operate in discernment. And we have to understand the greater uh, motives and uh, the agenda behind all this. And if we understand that, and, and by the way, Lance Walnew did a really good video on it last night. Uh, Jack Posobiec has been reporting on this. Um, let me think who else, Dan Bongino, a few others. So we just gotta be wise to understand there's a plan here, there's an agenda here, and uh, that's the story. So this woman is not our friend, and uh, that's what's going on. They're, they're teeing this up so that they can actually uh, make a case to say, we need more censorship, more censorship, because they're worried about the midterms, and they're also worried about a bunch of information that's uh, about to come out. So that, that's the truth here, guys. So I just want you to know uh, the story. She's definitely not for us. She's controlled opposition. You're right, Sunday. That's the situation. So that's that. Okay, another story here. This is crazy. Hospital system says it will deny transports to the unvaccinated in almost all situations. What? Wait a minute here. What are you talking about? So now the hospital system, a Colorado-based health system, says it's denying organ transplants to patients not vaccinated under the coronavirus in almost all situations, citing studies that show that these patients are much more likely to die if they get COVID-19. So, okay, now there's this two-tiered system that they're trying to put together, not only in our society, it's like a caste system. You know, like, uh, you know, if you're vaccinated, you know, you're up echelons, you're taken care of. If you're unvaccinated, oh, we'll put you to the back of the line. Well, that's eerily reminiscent of uh, Nazi Germany, uh, very much like the caste system in India. Um, they're, they're trying to develop two different tiers in society here, the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. And um, very troubling. I mean, what kind of society, if they care about life and saving life, saving lives, they're, they're, they're now saying they're not going to give an organ transplant to somebody who's unvaxxed? Are you kidding me? Just like, just like they, uh, they don't seem to care if you don't have a job, I read this story of this woman that literally lost her job in the healthcare system, I think it was, you know, and, and she couldn't get uh, employed because she didn't have the V. And so then she, she ended up becoming homeless. Uh, she couldn't get unemployment because she was terminated. Uh, and, and apparently they're not giving unemployment to people that are terminated in this manner, at least in, in this case. And she became homeless and she had to move down to Florida. <laughs> This is America, friends. Meanwhile, we got, we got how many people coming over the southern border? They say 60,000 more Haitian migrants are headed towards the southern border. Some people are saying it's in the tune of hundreds of thousands. And why are they letting people in the southern border unvaxxed, unvetted? You know, so do, do I need to go down to the southern border and come in again in order to be treated like a human? Is that what I need to do? Because I'm an American citizen. I'm a voter. You know, and I pay my taxes and I'm a, I'm a law-abiding citizen that contributes to society. But I, if I go in and I need a, an organ transplant, if I'm unvaccinated, I'm pushed to the back of the line? It, this is unbelievable. How come Americans are tolerating this? How come we're putting up with this? It's a very good question, right? 
you know, our, our friends in Australia have been taken to the streets. Uh, other countries around the world are now, you know, you got the yellow vests in Europe and people in Australia because they're pushing back against this tyranny. You know, our constitution, it, it talks about unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, unalienable rights. And our rights are given to us not by government, but by God. Our rights are given to us by God, not by government. That's what the founders of this great nation believed, is that our rights are given to us by God, by the creator. We have certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, right? We need to know our constitution. We need to fight for our constitution. We need to stand for our constitution. And uh, yeah, what about the Hippocratic Oath? What about the, uh, you know, the doctors that take the oath to save lives? Are they going to just uh, say this is okay? This is okay. So guys, listen, what's happening around the country is there's groups of people that are forming a lot of these corporations that are coming together. And, you know, these are groups of sometimes several thousand. Somebody wrote me yesterday. They said 3000 people from Southwest Airlines have come together and they're, they're calling it Southwest Stands, I think. And they're, they're pushing back against these mandates where people are losing their jobs and their livelihood simply because they don't want to take the V. And, uh, and I think that, you know, thank God for patriot lawyers and people that are standing up and fighting this in the court system. But this is, this is unbelievable, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, I'm going to go to the next story here. Um, crazy, right? So exclusive government secretly orders Google to identify anyone who searched a sexual assault victim's name. So basically what, what's happening here, we know that Google, and I, I encourage everybody to use DuckDuckGo, uh, but we know that Google is, is Alphabet Inc. They're the owners of YouTube as well, by the way. Uh, but they collect data, just like a lot of these tech companies. They collect data. And apparently they're, they're giving the data to uh, the government's ordering Google to identify people. Now, in this case, it sounds okay. I mean, people who identified you know, a sexual assault victim's name. Okay, that kind of makes sense, I guess. But the thing is, this is a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope because what they're doing is that, you know, anything that you search, you know, anything that you're looking at online, people think that they have some type of, uh, you know, privacy. But the reality is, unless you're using a virtual private network, and by the way, we have a VPN available at remnant.news. If you go to the Remnant Warrior store, there's a Patriot VPN. I highly suggest everybody that, is a remnant warrior has a VPN on their phone, a virtual private network, because the data is being sold and more and more privacy issues are happening, more and more hacks are happening. Um, so I think we just need to be wise and, uh, and, and I, would, I would be careful. Um, I think that at some point they're gonna use our searches and our online activity against us, kind of like a social credit score system, very similar to what's happening in China. Uh, so as they put together this system where it tracks and traces you, you know, big government, big tech, you know, it's kind of Orwellian. This is just an example on this Forbes article where Google is handing over data to the government. And we know that this happens much more regularly than we probably would imagine. Um, so I would advise using, um, you know, a, a virtual private network, a VPN. I would also advise, um, you know, uh, using DuckDuckGo and free speech platforms when able. Um, that, that's, that's wisdom right there, right? Okay, let's go on to the next story. This is kind of cool, actually, this one. Um, fire and brimstone, Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed by cosmic fireball, evidence suggests. So this is a, a story from studyfinds.org. 
And it's saying that the biblical sin city, Sodom and Gomorrah, were destroyed by a meteor uh, that incinerated all 8,000 inhabitants, according to new research. Well, that's not new research. That's not new research. We already know that the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and we know that the biblical account for Sodom and Gomorrah is factual, just like everything in the word of God is factual because the word of God is truth. And, and you know, it's funny because they always say, trust the science and, you know, all this technology, this modern technology. But you know what's amazing about it all is they still can't prove one point in the Bible is untrue. They can't say, oh, the, you know, the biblical account of Sodom and Gomorrah, we found it's not true. No, actually, this evidence just supports it. Just like everything else in the Bible, it's all supported by science because the Bible is truth and that's what they don't want us to know. They don't want us to understand that the Bible is, is true, that Jesus Christ is true. Why do you think they're trying to censor Christian pastors in 2021? Why do you think they don't want the truth out there? Because there's so many people that are awakening and this is leading us towards a great awakening, a great move of God, a great harvest because people that have been asleep and slumbering and people in the body of Christ that have been asleep and slumbering and people in, in, in the, you know, that haven't been following Jesus Christ that all of a sudden realize like, wow, something is going on here. These Christians, they have a point. You know, what they're saying is true. See, God is, is, is literally establishing his word. He's showing the people of God and people that don't believe in God, hey, look at this. This stuff is true. And it's coming out more and more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So that's, that's the whole truth about this. It's like, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched the movie, The Case for Christ, Lee Strobel, The Case for Christ. Really, really good. Really, really good. It just lays out the case for Christ. And the thing is, is anybody that has a brain or that's intellectual or that, you know, studies or researches, you know, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. But seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. If you seek to see if God is real and you're seeking, you're going to find out he is. That's the truth. So that's why this whole thing that we're in is a battle of light versus darkness. And I get excited as I watch these headlines, even though many of them are dire, because you know what? It just proves the Bible is true. And, and we know the Bible is true. And guess who has the victory? You and me, because we know the truth and the truth sets the captive free. That's where I can find joy and peace and rest in Jesus Christ, because his word is true. That's why we're fasting. We're fasting for the breakthrough for your life, for my life. Listen, you know what? The enemy has all kinds of plans and plots and schemes and, you know, nefarious agendas. And I can talk about them. And it's kind of interesting to look at some of these news headlines. But at the end of the day, we are victorious in Jesus Christ. And that's why what I try to do is to show you the Bible is literally coming to life before our eyes. These things are literally true. And so if we hold fast to the truth of the word of God and what it says then we're, we are going to walk in that complete victory that the Lord talks about for the righteous remnant. Amen? Amen. Okay. This is kind of cool. Another cool story here. So they have this device and, and people are buying this device that literally pulls water out of the air. So if you think about from a sustainability standpoint and the people that are like, you know, off grid, you know, uh, now they have the solar generators. I actually offered the solar generators on remnant.news on the, on the store there. You can check it out. We have solar generators for sale. 
And now they got this thing here that pulls water out of the air. So how, what a miracle, right? That you could just pull drinking water out of the air. Think about the world that the Lord has given us. I mean, what, a, what an amazing thing, right? I mean, people that just say, you know, there's no God. I mean, just look at these things. Look how amazing this is. Okay, this I wanna talk about too, um, Christmas supply chain disaster. So uh, a lot of people are warning that, you know, there's all these ships and we've been able to confirm this, that are all these ships that are off the coast, you know, and, and at the, uh, the, the ports, and, uh, you know, mainstream corporate media is now reporting on it, too. Um, they're talking about, you know, there's going to be some type of supply chain disaster, and it only gets worse. So if the mainstream corporate media are, are reporting on this now, and they're saying stock prices of retailers are near all-time highs, global trade is a mess, and peak shipping has just begun. So they're warning us that there's going to be this disruption in the supply chain. And we, we know this is most likely... Uh, manufactured situation to some extent here. Um, there's already been disruptions in the global supply chain throughout the quote unquote pandemic. Uh, but now, you know, they're seeing buckles again. And I think some of this is orchestrated. Of course, they have a lot of these dock workers that probably, you know, were forced to get the V. And many of them, just like the healthcare workers in New York and the teachers around the country, many of them are leaving their jobs, just like police officers and people that just say, look, you know, uh, my body, my choice, right? I don't, you know, I, I shouldn't be forced. And they're literally walking away from these key positions, which is causing, uh, you know, all types of disruptions in our society. And I think this is orchestrated. And it's, you know, to me, and again, this is my opinion, but from my research, this all kind of fits into the Great Reset and what Klaus Schwab has been trying to accomplish in the, in the Davos Group and the World Economic Forum and these things all seem to kind of like uh, work in tandem. If you look at them each individually, you know, you can't really connect those dots. But if you kind of study, you know, what Catherine Austin Fitz has talked about and uh, a lot of this agenda with the Great Reset, this kind of all seems to kind of work together here, if, if it makes sense. Right. So I would just say, look, you know what? Be wise. It, you know, we never panic. We never we never have fear because what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and of a sound mind. So we look at this from a rational, sound mind standpoint of wisdom and discernment. But we say, yeah, it's probably wise to have a couple months food supply just in case something goes down. It's probably wise to have some, some, you know, some plans in place, uh, you know, if we see some severe disruptions over the holiday. And, uh, and we don't really know how this is going to look. I mean, maybe certain items will be scarce. You know, I know like Gatorade has been scarce in supermarkets. I don't know if you've noticed that. And the prices have gone up. Um, a lot of staple items have, have gone up, the pricing. And so we're seeing this disruption. Now, some of it has to do with the dollar losing its value because of all the printing that's taking place. And I think that's all part of this Great Reset Agenda as well. Uh, you know, they're, they, they, yesterday, they just I think they talked about a trillion-dollar coin that the U.S. Treasury might mint. And, you know, they're talking about this debt crisis and the debt ceiling and you know, the fact that they need to raise it again, otherwise we're going to have some type of default here in the United States. And that's very concerning if the global reserve currency has a default, you know. So I think all of this is part of this agenda and plan to eventually at some point in the near future dethrone the U.S. dollar from the global reserve and to put us into some type, uh, some new type of financial system, which could be, which could be the beginning of the beast system. Uh, you know, where they track your buying and selling. And, and, and if we look at, you know, what's happening with the V passports and all of these things, if you, if you look at them individually, 
it doesn't really make much sense. But if you look at them all together, it, it, it creates a picture, a tapestry, if you will, of a greater agenda that it sure seems like is, is taking place. So, so we don't worry, we don't panic, but we're wise, we're wise. And we look at this and we say, okay, how can I you know, be prepared? You know, God's putting together this remnant, I call it a remnant underground army uh, of this group where we come together and we're gonna be able to share resources and we're gonna be able to uh, help each other as we have been throughout this whole situation and share information. We, we have different uh, you know, mechanisms in place where we can share information. And I'm actually working on now to have a, uh, a channel where we can go maybe on ham radio if everything goes down. Uh, but you know, for right now, our, you know, the website's toddcoconato.com, remnant.news, they're on private servers. You know, we can put information there. Uh, when Facebook went down, I emailed many of you that, that are on our email database list. So if you're not on there, go to toddcoconato.com and sign up to be a Remnant Warrior. That way we have your email and information in case there is some type of outage. But, you know, we just prepare. We just prepare for these things, you know. And, and um, you know, we understand that there's definitely something happening in our world. And so, we, you know, we don't freak out. We don't panic. We don't walk in fear. Uh, but you know, we're, we're praying and believing for breakthrough and I'm going to, I'm going to get to that in just a minute, but I want to just finish these stories here. So I think that's actually the last story that I wanted to cover for today, but let me go back to this Philippians verse. Okay. Philippians three fourteen. Okay. And it says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Okay. We are called. If, if you don't realize this yet, I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for you, but you're called. You're called for a time as this. You say, me? How am I called, pastor? I don't know what the heck I could contribute. What can I do? You know, I don't have a, you know, a big following or, you know, I'm just speaking for some of you. You know, I don't know what I could do. That's not true. Okay, God has a specific calling and purpose for your life. First of all, he gives us all the great commission to go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Okay, we're all to go out and make disciples. We're all to go out and get people saved, set free, healed, delivered. This is the great commission that God has given us. So every one of us has a calling and every one of us has a purpose. Now, each of us also have individual and unique callings. And I've been talking about this a lot lately because people always ask me, say, well, I don't know what to do. And I will tell you, God is giving visions and dreams and specific strategies and direction to the remnant. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. So, you know, we got to inquire of the Holy Spirit and go into the secret place and ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do? Instead of asking me, because I could give you a bunch of suggestions, obviously. But instead of asking me, what I would you know, say, suggest that you do is go to the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Go to the Holy Spirit and say, God, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Give me a vision. Give me an understanding of what you want me to do in this season. How can I be most effective? You know, some of your parents, that's effective. You know, raising your children up in the ways of the Lord. Uh, some of you are, are leaders, you have a Bible study, you have a small business, uh, you have um, some type type of, of influence in different areas, different aspects of your life. You're a teacher, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're, you have spheres of influence. So whatever your sphere of influence is and whatever God has given you, uh, don't bury the talent. Instead, go out there and utilize whatever gifts he's given you and the resources that he's given you. And, and, and the doors that he's opened, because that's what I look at this like, you know, God gave us this platform, so what do we do? We're not gonna bury it. We're not gonna just be silent. We're not just gonna allow the, the people that try to intimidate us and the mainstream corporate media that write hippie stories 
and you know the big tech companies that try to silence us and censor us, what do we do? We went out on like every platform that's available. We're on Gab, we're on BitChute, we're on Rumble, we're on you know websites, we're on Telegram, we're on everything that you could think of because we just figure like, you know what? God has given us this platform. He's given us a, a message. And so we're gonna go out and we're gonna speak truth. And I'm not bragging, I'm saying that's what God has told us to do. He's telling many of you to do something. And many of you are activated. I hear the stories, I read the emails. It's amazing what God is doing in some of your ministries, in some of your lives. But there's some of you that say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, or I don't know what I can do. And so I would encourage you to go deeper. Nothing wrong, it's not, I'm not criticizing you. You're not like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying like, if, if you're wondering, you know, what, what God has for you in this season, my suggestion would be to go into the secret place Go deeper with the Holy Spirit and ask the Lord, Lord, give me a strategy. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me direction. What, what do you have for me to do? Because he does call us by name. And the Bible says, those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I believe that you and I, we are not to be fearful. We're not to be operating from a place of defeat. You know, we read these headlines and it's like, oh my gosh, the world is coming to an end. To me, I'm like excited. I read this and I say, oh my gosh, this means the return of Christ is drawing near. Now, it could be 10 years from now. It could be 20 years. I don't know. Just so you know, I have no idea when the Lord's coming back. But looking at the prophetic timeline and seeing the things that the Lord says when the hour is late, these things will happen. And then watching these things happen, to me, it's exciting because it means we're close and it means the Bible is true. And it means what he says is yes and amen, hope in the future. We're gonna rule and reign with Jesus Christ for eternity that is the best news I've got ever. <laughs> and I've got some good news in my life. When I was having a daughter, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a daughter. She's a miracle. You know, that was a great news. You know, when I, when I met my wife, great news. You know, all these things, great news. But let me tell you something. There's no better news than the fact that we will rule and reign in eternity with Jesus Christ. We are victorious. We're operating from a position of victory. It doesn't matter if the tribulation starts and we start seeing calamity and famine and wars, and maybe we don't even make it through. Maybe we, maybe we die. I mean, there's a high cost. Look, Paul died, the apostle Paul. Look, we don't fear. To live is Christ, to die is gain. We don't fear. We, the, the, the thing that we need to get through our heads is no matter what, we win. So, so all the people that are freaking out and that are worried, I'm, I'm absolutely the opposite. I'm not freaking out at all. I'm like, this is exactly what, God said it was going to happen, and now it's happening. I'm encouraged. I'm strengthening my faith, right? I mean, when they try to censor me, when the mainstream corporate media comes after me, all those things, those are all badges of honor. When we have spiritual warfare, that means we're over the target. These are all badges of honor. Censorship, it's all badges of honor. They target us. They come against us. But we operate from a position of strength. We operate from a position of victory because that's who we are. And when we understand that and we are, embrace our identity in Jesus Christ and we understand that no weapon, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Talk about the breakthrough fast. Think about this. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Not one, not some, not two, not three, not five. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Romans 8, 28, what was meant for evil will be turned around for good in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, what's meant for evil will be turned around for good. Do you understand that? Something's happened in your life. Something's happened in your family. 
Something's happened with your job. It was meant for evil. The enemy had a wicked plan. There's a wicked plan. But God says, God says what was meant for evil will be turned around for good. That's what complete victory is. People say, how can you say complete victory for the remnant? How is there complete? How is there not? How is there not? Think about this. Okay, if you could get like the best case scenario for your life. Think about this, right? Eternal life. What are all these elites, deep state people, what are they trying to accomplish? You know, they're, they're trying to accomplish like to live forever, you know, and, and transhumanism and ways that science can somehow prolong life and, you know, all these wicked things that they're trying to be like God, just like the Tower of Babel, just like Nimrod. It's literally history repeating itself. The globalist thing, the one world government, all that is is the spirit of Antichrist rising. It's trying to accomplish the plan of the enemy, which the enemy has always tried to accomplish since day one. And it's the same as what happened in the Tower of Babel. They were trying to be like God. That's what the science of this day is. Listen, I'm not against science, but science only points to the truth of God. Real science, fake science though, the, the religion, the one world government religion of science that wants to take out God and say, we're better, we're smarter, we're like gods. That's, that's the spirit of Antichrist. That's what happened at the Tower of Babel when they were trying, and that's why God scattered the people. And if you think about it, he scattered the people and he, he gave everybody different languages and different cultures. And what's this globalist one world government agenda? What are they trying to accomplish? They're trying to bring it all back into a big melting pot. No cultures, no, no different. You know, everybody's the same. Think about the strategy. It's the same thing as the Tower of Babel to be like God. Science is the God. Take God out of everything. We're like God's nonsense. But think about the good news. The good news is they lose. Just like they lost last time, they're gonna lose again because that's what happens to them. The Lord's already won. The battle's already been fought. We rule and reign with Christ for eternity. If, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior and your life, and you're walking in that complete victory from a position of strength, from a position of victory, we rule and reign with him. That's our destiny. And you're telling me, how could it get any better than that? We, we actually attain what these globalist deep state people are trying to ascertain, but they're doing it in a way where they're trying to do it without God and it's not gonna succeed. They're trying to have eternal life, but without God. They're trying to, trying to outsmart God. They're trying to you know, say they don't need God. You know, the missing link and evolution and all this nonsense that they push as truth. And they hate the truth because the real truth totally destroys it with facts and truth and authority. The real truth, the truth of the word of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It absolutely destroys their narrative. And they hate it. And that's why they want to censor us and stop us because it's the spirit of the living God. They're afraid of the spirit of God. They know there's an anointing. Come on, are you here? Are you here? The Lord is moving right now. He's speaking to somebody right now. Somebody needed to hear this. You are not only on the winning team, you have complete victory. You're walking in the authority and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Complete victory. We rule and reign. So I'm not sweating any of this stuff. All the warfare, the attacks, all the different things that they've tried to do to us and our family and our finances and whatever. That's all part of it. That's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor because we march toward victory, just like in 2 Chronicles 20. You know, when, when, when the, the people of, of Jerusalem and Judah heard the word, remember I talked about that the other day? 
They heard the word that the Lord was with them. He was going to fight their battle. Okay, King Jehoshaphat, you remember this? And, and they marched into the battle. They were going into the battle. They had not yet got there yet. They had not yet got there yet, but they went from a position of strength, from a position of victory, and they worshiped their way there. And that's what we need to be doing in this time is understand that we're on, listen, the, the, the migrants that they're bringing in and all the different things, that's all part of the globalist agenda. That's all part of the new world order. That's all what they did in Europe. With the same different thing there. Remember when Europe was flooded with people from the Middle East? Remember that? Now they're flooding us from people from Haiti, you know, Haiti and, uh, you know, all around the, you know, South America. And that's all part of the globalist agenda. We know what they're trying to accomplish. We get it. We understand it. We have, we have discernment. We have wisdom. We have, we, we look at these things from a biblical lens. We understand what they're trying to accomplish, but we also know what the Lord says about his church, about his ecclesia, about what we're able to do, bind and loose, cancel the assignment of hell, walk in complete victory, this is, this is the deal, guys. So listen, it, it, here's the thing. Let's just say worst case scenario, America falls. Let's just say, you know, your country, Canada turns completely into an absolute, you know, communist state, okay? Let's say China takes over the world. Let's just hypothetically say this, okay? Let's say that they achieve their goal, they achieve their agenda, and they eventually take down the United States, and they eventually take down our Constitution, and they eventually, does that mean that the church is done? No, the church is still here. Let me tell you something about the church in communist China. They don't want you to know this. There's two churches. There's the state church and there's the, the underground church. And the underground church in China is growing leaps and bounds. In fact, it's growing more than any church around the world because you can't stop the truth and you can't stop the word of God and you can't stop the Holy Spirit from moving because it doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit is gonna move regardless of the situation. And we are coming from a position of strength and from a position of complete victory. And it doesn't matter how many times they try to destroy us and how many times they try to discourage us and how many times they try to censor us and how many times they go after our finances and they tell us we can't work. And we, we knew this was all coming. The Bible talked about it all. And I'm looking at it and saying, thank you, Jesus, because it just once again proves your word is true. It once again proves I'm on the right side. It once again proves that we will see a complete victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? All right, let me take a couple of questions here. I'm gonna go through some comments. Hallelujah, I just feel the presence of the Lord, I'm telling you. Feel the presence of the Lord here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Uh, let's see. Kay Lee Bagwell, you said, but how do we know God is not going to use it for his agenda? Well, that's the whole thing. God uses all of it for his, his glory. That's exactly right. We, we know that he will use it for his glory. That, listen, people are waking up around the world. There's a huge harvest that's happening right now. People that wouldn't listen to me only a couple months ago are now saying, Pastor Todd, uh, can you help me answer this question? And I know that you're experiencing similar things. If you're not, I want to encourage you. This is happening. People are getting saved all around the world. People are waking up. They're returning to Christ. They're coming to Christ for the first time. God is using this for his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's see what else you guys saying. Somebody said Steve Bannon was talking about the whistleblower too. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Yep, Sally, she's working for the devil. Yep, Susan, yep. Uh, Amber, good to see you. Uh, let's see, medical professional, that's against the law. You're right, Diane, it is. It is against the law to not uh, help somebody when you've taken that oath 
as a medical employee to help people to live. But, you know, this is where we're at. You know, it's a wicked, wicked stuff that's going on, right? Um, yep, yep. Um, Audrey, you said people need to start suing over these things. I agree. And uh, just so you know, at the Religious Liberty Coalition, we are partnering with like-minded organizations around the country to do just that, to push back. And if you are in a situation and you need some resources, some help, you can reach out to me, todd.coconado at rlcus.org. And I'd be happy to at least point you in the right direction how you can get some help. And that's what we do. Uh, we, we try to help every single person that reaches out. If you have not been able to get a hold of me, please reach out to me again. I'm so sorry we have gotten several thousand emails, uh, but I will definitely uh, get to them. So make sure if I haven't reached out back that you ding me again. You just say, hey, Todd, you know, I asked you a question, you never responded. Please let me know because my heart is to, to reach out to everybody that has reached out. And I appreciate you guys. Uh, Veronica, you say no unemployment if you get fired. That's right. I'm hearing that. Uh, and who's behind getting all the people in? Uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to, Sue, Sue there, because that was probably something I said. Uh, you said, what happened to the oath? Yep, a lot of people are asking about that. Uh, they're giving, uh, they aren't giving unemployment. Yep, a lot of people are saying that. Uh, let me kind of go down here towards like more of the bottom, because I think a lot of those comments were things I was saying. Uh, let us know where to get a ham radio. So it's not a hand radio. It's actually called a ham radio. And these radios were what they used a long time ago, um, you know, to get like before the internet and everything, like there was people kind of like me uh, that were forerunners <laughs> that were on the ham radio, you know, speaking truth. And uh, so, you know, it is a way that we communicate. Uh, you can go online and just order a ham radio. Uh, just make sure that you can go to all the different channels and then uh, we'll give a channel uh, somewhere on our website or we'll put it up where we can all kind of communicate if everything goes down, if that makes sense. Um, Sunday, thank you for all that you're doing, Pastor Todd. Thank you, Sunday. I appreciate you so much. And Sheila, thank you for pleading the blood of Jesus. Appreciate you so much. Uh, Debbie, you say, yes, as a nurse, I've known cases. Yep. Yeah, the uh, Iver works. Yeah, I can't talk about that. They'll take down the whole the whole thing. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, all those medical staff whistleblow here in the UK uh, when people have nothing left to lose. That's right, Paula. Uh, I think that what all these things are going to go back to haunt these people. Um, you know, I, I think at some point, you know, a lot of stuff's going to come out here. And that's why we hold Facebook was going to take me down. Thank you for staying on. Okay, let's see what else. Holly, good to see you. Uh, Lindsay, that's right. It brings a harvest. That's right. Um, let's see what else. What other questions you guys got? Let's see. Uh, Kim, good to see you. You said these men had them set up in the basement. All right. Um, Nancy, will there be a time that we will call into physical battle to defend our country? Wow, <laughs> that's a good question, Nancy. Um, you know, I will tell you this. I have a friend. His name is Jeffrey Prather. He's a former DIA and uh, former special ops and, you know, CIA operative and, uh, you know, very, very astute young or actually older guy. Uh, but just a great guy. If you ever listen to Jeffrey Prather, he's been on my show several times. Uh, he feels that there might be some point where things could go live, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm hoping and praying that's not the case. Uh, we just don't know. We just don't know. But we're believing that the Lord, uh, the word of God says that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. That's what we've been standing on that promise ever since this whole situation with January, uh, I'm sorry, with November, uh, the, the election uh, happened. Um, we've been praying that the Lord exposes what's been done in darkness. We've been believing that the Lord is going to move on our behalf. We fasted several times. 
Uh, we will, you know, we've repented as a people of God and we, we highly encourage the body of Christ to repent from our apathy, our complacency, to turn from our wickedness and the leaven that we've allowed in, the compromises of the body of Christ. We're believing Joel chapter two and second Chronicles 720, uh, 7.14, excuse me. Um, you know, if my people who are called by my name, this is an if my people moment. I truly believe that. So I believe if we do these things, the Lord will honor this. Just like, you know, I was talking about Sodom and Gomorrah earlier. You know, if there was just several righteous people, that situation would have been different. Well, there's definitely a righteous remnant here in the United States and around the world in many of these countries that we're seeing this tyranny and this spirit of Antichrist rising. And so we're believing that we have authority in the name of Jesus to, to bind, to loose, and that's why we're doing. We're, we're using the tools in the word of God, if that makes sense. So I'm hoping and believing that if we do this in accordance to his word, that we will avoid a hot war. And, uh, and we're believing that, we're praying that. But you know, it's definitely a very uh, important crossroads moment for the body of Christ uh, and for this nation and for our world. And uh, I really believe the Lord is, is giving us an extension of mercy to make the right decision to do the right things here. And that's what, you know, in my prayer time and in my fasting, that's what the Lord has spoke to me is that yes, he wants to move. Uh, I don't believe we're done. I don't believe it's finished yet. Uh, I believe there's going to be a great end time harvest and awakening. I think we're in the beginning stages of that. I believe the Lord wants to sustain America, that this nation was founded on pr Christian principles and values. And that's why we talk about it. And uh, we're just believing that we just need to course correct and that we need to get this right as a church. And if we do these things, I'm believing the Lord is going to move. And I believe we are going to see a breakthrough. And that's why we're having this breakthrough fast. So hopefully... That answers some questions there, but good, good, uh, good question. Uh, you said, my husband is about to lose his job. Please pray he won't take the B. Okay, Annette, I'll definitely be praying for that. Thank you. Um, I know it's such a difficult, uh, a difficult thing, right? Uh, Julie, you say, can me and uh, Radiant Israel ever do a service together? Yeah, we do a lot of stuff together. We've done several podcasts together, and uh, we went around the country together, and preached at a bunch of revival meetings and Gilad's a good friend of mine. So we do a lot of stuff together, but we'll definitely do something together again soon as well. Uh, Linda, you said the hospitals are in trouble now. The military is stepping in. Only way to stay in faith is never give up, never, never lose hope. That's right. We can never give up. We can never lose hope. We've got to remember who we are in Jesus Christ. I'll tell you, yesterday I was bummed out. I mean, I had a really crazy day. Uh, you know, Facebook was threatening to take down my account for seven days. Uh, you know, we have all different types of warfare and many different things that we're doing. Uh, you know, they, I often don't share everything that's going on. And so yesterday was a tough day. It was a difficult day. But then if you recall, I, I went and spent time with the Lord and I came out of that just fired up because, you know, the, the time with the Lord just changes everything. You know, it just changes everything. And, uh, and so as much as these things are heavy and they're, they're concerning and they're, you know, we're sounding the alarm and you and I see it. We see it as remnant warriors. We have discernment and we see what's going on as much as they're challenging. And oh my goodness. But when we spend time with the Lord and we get ourselves restrengthened in our faith, recharged, renewed, refreshed, we can go because we are the victors. And, and, it, and this is what, the, you know, we're the salt and the light. And the Lord says, don't lose your saltiness. So we got to just continue to press ahead in victory and uh, don't get discouraged. And God is going to move. Hallelujah. Uh, doesn't it say nation against nation would not imply there's not a one world government? So eventually, Barbara, there will be this one world government system. And, and then they're going to put the mark of the beast where you can't buy and you can't sell and you can't trade unless you take this mark. 
and there's going to be this Antichrist that, you know, rises up, and uh, there'll be a period of peace, you know, and then, and then there'll be great war and calamity, and so, you know, there's a lot of interpretations, a lot of people say a lot of different things about Revelation, how it's going to play out. Uh, obviously, nation does rise up against nation. I mean, the Word of God speaks that, but I think, uh, you know, from what I've read and studied over the years, my, my opinion or my view is there will be at some point, you know, kind of what they're pushing towards right now is a one world global government with, with, you know, an antichrist figure that rises up that will basically be similar to what happened with Nebuchadnezzar where they, you know, they make you bow down. And if you don't bow down, you could die. And uh, it may cost us everything, but we're not going to bow down. We're not going to take that mark. And we're going we're gonna to stand by our faith in Jesus Christ. And, and you know what? To live is Christ, to die is gain. So if we get persecuted for our faith and we end up losing our life eventually because of our faith, we will rule and reign with Jesus Christ for eternity. So, but don't take the mark. Whatever you do, don't take the mark of the beast. You'll know it's the mark of the beast, by the way. It's not gonna be some trick. Like, is this the mark or is this not the mark? If, it, if that's the question, you know, God's not gonna, he's gonna make it where it's very clear that we're gonna know this is the mark. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I answered that question. Uh, let's see here. Diane, you said amen, hallelujah. I feel as if uh, the Lord is with us and really frequently now, yes. I believe he's letting us know that he is our rock. He is our rock. You're absolutely right. He is our rock. He wants us to, to, to pull our strength from him, spending time in the word of God. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. Uh, faith comes from hearing, hearing from the, the word of God. So he wants us to immerse ourselves, hide it in our heart, know the truth of the word of God. It's the truth that sets us free. And that's what differentiates us is the Holy Spirit living in us and our walk with Jesus Christ that we have complete victory even in the middle of a storm. Amen. Uh, let's see. You said, I have discovered that God has written his word in such a way that he has liberty to work and move within it any way he sees fit. Uh, he has totally changed my perspective of his great power. Awesomeness. Well, awesome, Kay. You're right. The Lord is outside of time. He's not constricted by time. He doesn't have limitations. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the creator of all things. He's the great healer. He can do anything. So we shouldn't limit him. And we've got to remember it's a fixed fight. The, the God of heaven and earth, Elohim, the one who sits on the throne, the Alpha, the Omega, Yeshua. He is the king of glory. He's never stepped down from the throne. Satan, Lucifer, is a fallen archangel. He's a created being. It's, it's not, you know, to par with what Christ is and what Jesus is and what God is. It's, it's, they're not to par with each other. We're on the winning team. And we will rule and reign eternally with Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen, Lindsay. Exactly. Uh, Christina, Christina, good to see you. You said, I get scared sometimes, but what an honor to be born in this time. I agree. Exactly. It, it is an honor. Think about this. I mean, God has, has, has trusted us to be part of this end time remnant community of, of his ecclesia, of his body. What an honor. He knew that, he knew that, that we were going to live during this time. And he knew it was going to be stressful and he knew it was going to be challenging, but what an amazing availability that we have of the Holy Spirit that moves through us, that we're able to do. I mean, I'm seeing miracles, signs, and wonders, guys. I'm seeing the Lord move in powerful ways that I have not seen in 20 years of ministry. God is moving right now. It's exciting. So in the middle of all this craziness and calamity, God is moving. Amen? Amen. Uh, let's see. You said, yep, he created us for a time as this. That's right. 
And yeah, he can, he can do anything. Lindsay, you're right. He can stop time. He's outside of time. Uh, during this breakthrough pass, we really need to pray for Pastor Archer. Absolutely, Glenda. I've been in touch with Pastor Archer. We've been texting. He was on my show the other day. We need to keep contending and praying for him. That I, I'm believing that in Pastor Archer's situation, that this whole thing is going to be completely exonerated. I'm believing that they're going to drop the charges. And if he has to go in there for a short period of time or whatnot, I'm believing that his time is, is greatly cut short and that he's going to have a very small amount of time and the Lord is going to use it to get people saved. I mean, I just believe that Romans 8, 20 and this, I believe that what's meant for evil is going to be turned around for good. I believe that Pastor Archer has the anointing and the favor of the living God and prayers of millions and millions of saints of God around the world. Amen. All right. All right, guys, what an awesome uh, time. Trina, you said email address for those who don't know, toddcoconato.com. Yeah, toddcoconato at rlcus.org. And uh, you can also go to my website, pastortodd.org, and you can just message me right from there. So if it's super hard to figure it out, just go to pastortodd.org and just message me, and it'll go to my email, and I will get back to you, okay? Um, also, we are going to have a Zoom call. Um, yesterday was kind of a crazy day, so I wasn't able to get it scheduled, but let me look at the calendar and uh, I'm going to put it out there on social media and then sign up, sign up and let's have a zoom call where we all come together as this amazing remnant community. I love you guys. appreciate you. It's going to be awesome. And we'll get to share and see each other face to face. And it's a little bit better than, I mean, I like this because at least I can see your comments, but how cool would it be if I could see your face, right? So even better. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Trina. I appreciate you. Uh, yes, we want to pray for Rhonda Santis, his wife. She's been diagnosed with breast cancer. That's correct, Barbara. Let's please keep Mrs. DeSantis in prayer. And uh, I just believe it's warfare. Rhonda Santis has been an awesome governor that's really been standing for freedom in our Constitution. And I think it's warfare. And so let's just pray that that situation is complete, that she has a complete healing in Jesus' name. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, I've actually got an opportunity to, to meet uh, Governor DeSantis, an awesome, awesome guy. He let us lay hands on him. Pretty cool. Um, okay, Jesus, uh, let's see, Lindsay, you say Jesus even got scared. He understands. That's why he tells us not to fear in the scripture. And I, again, I just want to read about, uh, 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 sorry, just reading some other comments here. Uh, Diane, I believe we did. I believe we did. And thank you so much. You are a huge blessing. And, uh, and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jesus, you know, the thing is, we got to remember the scripture says the gates of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. No weapon formed against us will prosper. We got to really walk in that authority. No weapon, not some, not a couple. Listen, complete victory. No weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, okay. So thank you guys. Every one of you. Uh, amazing comments. I just want to make sure I don't miss something here. Thank you, Trina, for putting toddcoconato.com slash give. And I just want to thank you, Diane, and every single person that has sown into this ministry. I can't tell you how much, you, you know, you're like the fuel. And we are, we've helped thousands of people in the last couple months from Afghanistan to Pastor Arthur to, um, you know, the situation with the V the mandates, information, fighting against the critical race theory, against all these different things that are, you know, the Marxist agenda. People are being informed. They're being set free. They're being delivered. I can't even tell you how many people write us. And it's just remarkable. And this has nothing to do with Todd. This is all the Lord. He's putting together this end time remnant army for a time as this. 
where we can encourage one another, we can strengthen one another in our faith, and we are victorious. And so thank you to each and every person that sowed a a seed. It is how we're completely listener-supported. We have the Sunday Church now. Many of you are tuning in. God is moving. Great vision, by the way. Uh, We want to have an equipping center at some point where people can come together and be equipped and loved on. And, you know, pastors from around the country, ministry leaders, you, remnant warriors from around the country that can come together and receive prayer and deliverance and, and equipping. And so we're praying that the Lord avails that. Listen, big vision. The Lord has told me yesterday in my prayer time, he says, big vision. Don't be afraid to ask for big things. We're believing that we're going to have a facility out here in Nashville. Uh, we're believing that the Lord is going to continue to expand this territory. We're going to meet in person once again. I did that for 17 years as a pastor in Southern California. The Lord moved us out here to Nashville. We had no idea what we were going to do out here. He developed this ministry, this remnant community. We did no marketing. God brought you all together with us through his grace and mercy. I don't know how it even happened. We didn't spend a dime on marketing. Uh, This is the Lord's doing, and he's moving. And so we have great vision, and we believe he's putting together this underground remnant community. It's an infrastructure, and there's so much more. I'm just walking ahead in faith. And so when when you help sow into this ministry on a monthly basis, on a... You know, this, all of it just gets poured back into it and us advancing the kingdom and advancing the territory and being the righteous remnant, being the ecclesia and, you know, resources, uh, equipping, all that stuff, teaching. And so thank you. Thank you so much for believing in us. And we are transparent and honest. If you have any questions, reach out to me, todd.coconut.rlcus.org or message me at pastortodd.org. Any questions that you have, I love you guys. If you're in any type of trouble, reach out to us. That's what we're here for. We want to stand with you. We want to pray with you. And we want to make sure that you're, you're covered and protected. So thank you so much. Um, one last question, Linda. You said, what about the big bill bonds want to pass? Do you think it will? Yeah, there's, um, I think you're talking about some of these um, bills in the Congress right now. They're very egregious. Uh, we're, we're doing everything we can to to lobby and to stand uh, against, you know, Christian people in Congress that we know and, and reaching out and, and fighting against these things. And so, um, you know, there's big battles, big battles in our nation right now. And that's why we need organizations like this one and the Religious Liberty Coalition and, uh, you know, Remnant.News and, and some of our partner organizations that are fighting for our Constitution. And we will continue to fight. So anyways, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate you. Thank you for everything that you do, and we'll be back very, very soon in Jesus' name. Amen.